Today is Thursday, June 2nd, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Thursday, partly cloudy, high 70 to 75. Northeast winds up to 10 miles an hour. Tonight, partly cloudy in the evening, becoming mostly cloudy. Lows mid-40s, east winds 5 to 15. Friday, partly cloudy in the morning, then mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain in the afternoon. High 70 to 75, east winds 10 to 15. Friday night, mostly cloudy, slight chance of rain in the evening. Then chance of rain after midnight, lows around 50. Southeast winds 5 to 15, 50% chance of rain. Saturday mostly cloudy, chance of rain in the morning. Then chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Highs around 70, southeast winds 5 to 15, the chance of rain 50%. Saturday night mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms, lows around 50. The chance of rain again 50%. And Sunday, the chance of rain also 50%, mostly cloudy skies, highs around 65. Sunday night, the chance of rain 70%, with rain likely, lows around 50. Monday, rain showers likely and slight chance of thunderstorms, highs 60 to 65, the chance of rain 70%. Monday night, mostly cloudy, chance of rain 40%, lows around 45. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms, highs around 65, the chance of rain 50%. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, Chance of rain, but it's just 20%. Lows around 45. Wednesday, partly cloudy. Highs 65 to 70. Let's take a look at local news. The Hill County Clerk and Recorder's Office wants to remind the public that due to recent state legislation and court rulings, late registration for next Tuesday's federal primary election concludes at noon, Monday, June 6th. Persons who are not currently registered may register in person at the Hill County Elections Office in the courthouse until that deadline. You must appear in person at the Elections Office to register and receive a primary ballot. Anyone that is not registered as of noon on Monday, June 6th, will not be able to vote in the primary. In addition, a photo ID is also required to vote. These new regulations are in place statewide. Anyone with questions can contact the Hill County Elections Office at 406-400-2412. And a little bit more election info for you. There will be polling places throughout Hill County on Election Day. However, you already need to be registered to vote in order to vote on Election Day. A Harlem woman was arrested on Tuesday night after allegedly getting into a crash with a stolen car. Ashley Jane Smith, 30, faces the pending felony charge of motor vehicle theft and numerous pending misdemeanors. Haver Police Captain Aaron Whitmer says at 7.03 p.m., they received reports of a crash involving a Chevy Malibu and Ford F-150 on 14th Avenue. One minute later, an individual at the Magic Diamond Casino reported their vehicle had been stolen. Whitmer says the driver of the Malibu failed to stop when it reached the end of an alley between the 1400 block of 2nd and 3rd Street and hit a southbound F-150 that was driving on 14th Avenue. Smith was transported to the hospital, but Whitmer says Smith became disorderly, refused treatment, and failed a field sobriety test. Living History Day returns to Haver this Saturday, and two iconic historic sites are holding events to commemorate the occasion. From 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., Beneath the Streets will be hosting tours with a special $8 rate. And office manager Christy Owens says live actors will be performing for the first time in three years. We just cannot thank them enough. This just would not happen without the volunteers coming in and being in those displays and having it come to life. There will also be a special run of trains at the adjoining Frank DeRosa Railroad Museum. Meanwhile, at Fort Assiniboine, from 10 to 3, a full slate of educational activities is planned, including discounted blackjack wagon tours. Ron Vandenboom, the association chair of the Fort Assiniboine Preservation efforts, says they will showcase sites such as a historic bachelor officer quarters apartment. They were very elegant 
apartments. There was a servant girl, and her quarters are all part of the apartments. And we've only had that open part of last year and then this year. And it will be one of our next improvement projects. A free will lunch will be served, and members of the Bullhook Bottoms Black Powder Club will be showcasing antique weaponry. The National Interagency Fire Center has released their summer and early fall outlook. According to projections, all of Montana east of the Continental Divide will have above normal significant wildland fire potential for July, August, and September. Curing of fire fuels is expected to begin in late June or early July and become ready to burn quickly if the weather pattern is warm and dry. About 80% of wildland fires in Montana are human-caused, so Governor Greg Gianforte encourages residents to be cautious when recreating. When you're out in the woods recreating along the river, just be careful. Please take precautions, just be careful of open flames and everything else that can spark these fires. This comes as the Highline remains in drought conditions ranging from severe to extreme, in part due to sustained below average precipitation in recent years. And one more note along these lines, the Hill County Commission this morning approved the declaration of a disaster due to the ongoing drought. We'll have more on what that means coming up later today. Turning to state news, a Texas man who admitted to repeatedly groping a minor teenage girl who was sitting in the seat in front of him on a flight into Bozeman was sentenced Wednesday to 20 months in prison to be followed by five years supervised release. Vincent Harry Kopasek, 76, of Fredericksburg, Texas, pleaded guilty in February to abusive sexual contact. Judge Dana Christensen further ordered $363 restitution and a $5,000 special assessment under the Justice for Victims of Trafficking Act of 2015. The government alleged that on July 8, 2021, Kopasek was on an evening flight from Austin, Texas to Bozeman and had a window seat. The victim, who was 15, was seated in the row in front of Kopasek, and her seat was fully upright during the flight. While in flight, Kopasek reached his hand along the interior wall of the aircraft and around to the seat in front of him. The government further alleged Kopasek started by touching the victim's arm, then moved to her breasts, and even tried to touch her groin area. When the victim went to the airplane's bathroom to try to stop the abusive contact, Kopasek pretended to be sleeping. When the victim returned to her seat, Kopasek would start the harassment all over again. The victim recorded the touching with her cellular phone and while on the aircraft looked at Kopasek and took photos of him. The victim described being scared and that the unwanted touching made her feel dirty, ashamed, and disgusting. Investigators downloaded the images from the victim's phone and confirmed Kopasek's identity. Among those that investigated the case, the FBI, the Gallatin County Sheriff's Office, and Bozeman Yellowstone International Airport's Public Safety Office. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Office is conducting a homicide investigation after a man was found deceased with multiple gunshot wounds south of Eureka. The man was found at 6.24 p.m. Tuesday in the area of Thirsty Lake Road. The scene has been processed and law enforcement is working to identify a suspect or suspects. The Montana Free Press reports U.S. House candidate Gary Buchanan, running an independent campaign to represent central and eastern Montana in Congress, has likely collected the 8,722 signatures necessary to get his name on the November ballot without being nominated by a political party, according to a preliminary count provided Wednesday by state election administrators. A report from the Montana Secretary of State, current as of 9 a.m. Wednesday, indicates county election officials have accepted 13,313 signatures from petitioners supporting Buchanan's candidacy. Before Buchanan is officially qualified for the ballot, those signatures must also be certified by the Secretary of State's office. The report also indicates Buchanan's campaign had submitted another 1,628 signatures that 
were rejected, most because they were deemed illegible, duplicative, or from people who weren't registered to vote in the district. That gives the first review of Buchanan's signature collection an 11% rejection rate. In order for Buchanan to miss the threshold for qualifying for the ballot, the Secretary of State would have to find 4,592 of the 13,313 tentatively accepted signatures invalid, a 34% rejection rate. Buchanan, a Billings financial advisor, is running against incumbent U.S. Rep. Matt Rosendale, a Republican, in Montana's newly drawn Eastern Congressional Districts. The race also includes three other Republicans, two active Democrats, and three Libertarians. The fields of party-affiliated candidates will be narrowed to a single nominee for each party in the primary election, scheduled for Tuesday, June 7th. And as always, stay tuned to new media broadcasters in the days to come for continuing election coverage. Let's take a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel... Again, we've seen another drop in prices. Hill County winter wheat down to $11.23 a bushel. Spring wheat $11.89 a bushel. Blaine County winter wheat $11.13. Spring $11.84. Liberty County $11.28 for winter. Spring is $11.89. Shoto County $11.23 for winter. $11.89 for spring. And Phillips $11.08 for winter. $11.79 for spring. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Richard A. Rick Irvin, 81, passed away due to natural causes at his residence Friday, May 20th. Cremation has taken place. Memorial services will be held 10 a.m. tomorrow, Friday, June 3rd. At Holland and Bonine Funeral Home, Deacon Tim Maroney will be officiating. Annette Olson Powell, age 76, passed away at our home in Chinook, May 26th. A service will be held 11 a.m. Saturday, June 4th at the Blaine County Fairgrounds Commercial Building in Chinook, and a reception will follow. And that is going to do it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Thursday, and stay safe out on those roads.